0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Skyrim 10 AD, ASA Podcasting's DD adventures in Skyrim. Uh, it has been 10 years since the defeat of Alduin the World Eater at the hands of the Dragonborn, but it is not his tale we are here to tell. Join us as new adventurers take up the challenge of trying to subdue the frozen north. And tonight, I shall introduce my uh, guests in order that they appear in my window. It's different for everybody, but tonight we're starting off with Bati. Please introduce yourself, Bati.
1: Hello, Bati is a sassy young uh, musician, poet, uh, eyes to the sky, hearts pouring out all over the world, trying to uh, come to her best understanding of her, her true savior and hero, the dragonborn she comes for her first time by way of help from from her new preacher friend met at the border near skyrim to to come across and find her journey her one mission in life to learn more about the dragonborn and to spread his good gospel across the world
0: <laughs> uh, Lots of adjectives in there nice uh, and next we have uh, Mr. Icewalker.
2: Hi, this is uh, Pat here playing uh, Luke Icewalker, a, a cleric of Kinnerath. Uh, recently come to to uh, Skyrim, though you wouldn't know it by looking at him because he's a Nord through and through, but he was uh, raised in Cyrodiil by his parents who fled the the troubles of uh, the, the brewing civil war about, about 30 years or so ago. Uh, he was recently called by his deity to... Come to Skyrim. He uh, uh, connected with Bodhi in a in a uh, uh, inn near the border town in Cyrodiil, where they both uh, where they both were, and they came uh, came across the border and uh, encountered their adventures as as well as our other two companions that uh, you're about to meet.
0: And uh, on that road, the next encounter was, uh, fortunately enough, uh, young Mister Chang.
3: So Jaquai is a uh, Khajiit, um, and he is a monk, Uh, and while he was uh, studying um, elsewhere, uh, he got word uh, through his master that uh, he needed to find his brother, and so he's come to Skyrim uh, to find out about his brother and met up with uh, some other travelers along the way, and he is um enjoying the adventure and you know growing uh in his uh martial arts and uh is uh, quite enjoying himself
0: awesome and uh, last but not least but smallest probably um mouse. <laughs>
4: Yes, uh, this is Victor uh, playing uh, Septimus Vulpin, aka Mouse, who was actually uh, born Imperial but raised in Skyrim uh, by his aunt. Uh, He was orphaned early and then raised by his aunt on the sort of the north uh, east border of Whiterun, which is known in some er times as Heliarkin. Uh, but orphaned again when his aunt was killed by bandits and then pretty much uh, set out on his own at the age of 14 and joined the party late uh, at uh, the slaughtered lamb. I mean, the the inn in uh, in Falkreath uh, and uh, offered his services as a guide since he has lived uh, on his own in Skyrim and traveled widely, or so he says. <laughs> He's a bit uh, overconfident. <laughs> okay.
0: Awesome. Well, welcome, any anyway, everyone, and uh, in the the what's happened in the story so far is uh, our band of intrepid adventurers has uh, headed to, across the border, the cyrodiil Hammerfell border, um, just uh, east of of Falkreath and entered into Falkreath Hold and then headed to the town uh, where they helped the town uh, in clearing out some mines, uh, clearing out some bandits and some Draugr, uh, eventually stumbling across a schooner operation um, with um, meeting up with new friends, the steward Ninya of um, of Falkreath Hold and she asked them to help them out as well as the Jarl Sidgir um, offered them um, recompense and a great reward if they would put an end to this. Um, they met a couple of new friends and made, um, uh, maybe what hopes to be maybe some powerful allies in the form of uh, the Yar of uh, Sidgir, Nenya, and the legendary alchemist, um, you know her name. Um... They had since returned to uh, Folkrishold after doing away with this uh, alchemist who who had put the place in jeopardy, um, only to discover that a large, what looked to be a large group of bandits nearing at the edge of town, uh, turned out to be a newly, well, not newly formed, but a, a formed group of mercenaries. And somebody has just returned and uh, purchased Pine Watch, which apparently is property within Falkreath Hold. Um, They spoke to uh, the Yard, got the reward. Jaquai being named that he uh, has now got the permission to purchase property Mm -hmm. in uh, Falkreath Hold. And everybody has returned to the inn um, where they um, find a couple of new um, additions to the inn in uh, Valder, a renowned uh, hunter in full and a traveling um well we don't know who he is yet well we did we were laying the learning name of talzgar the wanderer seemingly somebody from butty's past and here we join we're all in the inn everybody it's probably um late up no probably just mid-afternoon so about one, two o'clock in the afternoon. You've entered the inn. Um, uh, first was Mouse. Um, probably just uh, a little uh, bit after you entered Mouse, you would have seen uh, Avrusas Refi. Now I remember her name. <laughs> Enter. And um, she spoke quickly with. Um, um Volga and she gave her a private room downstairs, uh behind the bar, um, out with the stairs that lead down. So she's in a private room down there, uh having some rest. Uh a few minutes later you're joined by the rest of your party. Um while you were listening to Volda uh telling a story. Um, uh, to this uh, new 70-year-old roundabouts gentleman in very nice clothing. Not armor, but in very nice clothing, with a long sword at his side. Is there anything you'd like to do?
4: Well, uh, would uh, um, would mouse know Walder?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yes. Okay. Uh, you've been in and out. out right. You know who he is. He's, a okay. r- a r- He's spoken to him a couple of times. Uh, he loves to tell uh, that story. He's got <laughs> this awesome story and he loves to tell everybody that story.
4: Yes, because Mouse wanted to run it, walk up to him and say, Valder, how's that dagger doing?
0: <laughs> um, well, <sighs> I prefer the one I got back. And he uh, sort of like pats to the side, and you you see the um, one that you've always seen there before, which has got um, it's got a black handle on it. It's just in a in a basic hide one. Looks like it's um, it's pretty old, it's weathered, and but it's been properly oiled, properly taken care of as a, a hunter would do. But the the was at the hilt of the dagger, which is the only part you can see. Uh, it's the only part you've ever seen. Is it's um, it's very dark, very black. It's not ebony or anything like that, but it's, it's seemingly very dark black metal, um, and it's um, very, very nicely made.
4: Well, a Mouse would like to buy Valder a, a mead.
0: Oh, there's a good man. So, what are the rest of you doing? You, as you enter the inn after heading across, you come in through the door and to the right, you see the two ladies that you uh, seen earlier on. Um, one of them, um, so quite tall, not as tall as you, um, uh, Luke, a little bit shorter than you, but she's got um, war paint on as a cross hash war paint, and um, sort of like, sort of like. Shortish hair, um, but she's in really heavy armor. Um, and as I said, she's like you know scar- got loads of scars above her lip, down the side of her face. Um, her no- her nose looks like it's been broken about three different places. And then to the right of her, you've got a short woman, also a Nord, but she's in much better armor with uh, sort of like a Nordic, uh, ancient Nordic uh, armor with black fur around the collar and uh, hanging off. And she's got long reddish hair. Um, and the two of them are to the table to the right at the back of the inn um as you look to your left um you see um, sort of like valga and then you see this man at the oldest man at the bar and then this tallish nord uh sort of like mostly in in hides sort of like pelter armor that he looked like it's been handmade and uh, he's got long blonde hair and uh was it uh, you see mouse walking up to him and handing him uh, a mead
2: But this is um, this is the night after we got back, right? And so we we got back, met the mercenaries, heard all the business about the uh, Queen Bee, et cetera, et cetera. And this is still that same night. Yes. Okay. Uh, what? What are? Um, oh, geez, uh, uh, Lenny and uh, what's his name? Uh, or. George, yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course, I, I, I could be anything else. What are George? What are, are George and Lenny uh, in in the in the the inn as well?
0: Yeah, they're following you in because they were with you in the um, uh, in the Yarl's Longhouse.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, now, Mouse wasn't there. Mouse was off doing something, so he hasn't heard all that.
0: that uh... Yeah, all that business. He didn't hear about the the rewards. Uh, one of bet what um Avrusa said to um gear or anything like that. So, um, so
2: so so Luke 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 finds himself in need of a moment. Uh so uh Jaquai, are you here? Are you here in the end as well?
3: Uh yes I am. Okay,
2: so uh so Luke Luke just just finds himself in need of a moment. So he 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 uh, makes sure that George and Lenny have you know a few silvers to buy themselves an ale and uh, he 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 walks over to Jaquai, and uh, Jaquai, Could you make sure that George and Lenny are taken care of and don't get themselves into trouble with these mercenaries?
3: Uh, I suppose
2: it would be a, it would be a great favor to me. I I I find myself in need of some uh, some uh, calm, some meditation for a few moments. I, I'm sure you know the the feeling. I
3: I understand. I'll I'll do it for you.
2: Thank you, thank you. I, I'll, uh, I'll, re- I'll return the, I'll return the favor. So, 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 Colin Luke Luke would actually like to, to, to find a, a, a quiet spot, even if it's literally the cemetery, where he can just go compose himself for a bit in prayer.
0: Yeah, sure, uh, easy enough. Um, you, you say to to Barty and that, and you, you exactly what you say. You just need a moment, to step out the back, and um, yeah. So you head out the down around past their corpse-like farm and sort of like, you know, it's it's nice. It's a, it's still raining, but it's a, a light drizzle. There's no sort of like, you know, wind blowing in your face or anything like that. It just, it's just sort of like nice and um, as you're walking down, you see the cow is now working back on its mill. It's now been hooked back up and sort of like doing its job. And um, as you slowly venture down, you can see Arcade's influence um, sort of like, you know, the graying skies and sort of like, you know, they're, they're very... Uh, quiet tones as you head off into the, the graveyard
2: yeah so so this is you know this is not something Luke would talk about in character but yeah you know, certainly it's not a secret from from the players uh, literally Luke just he just literally needs a moment so he's gonna go uh he's gonna go uh, find a quiet spot and uh, and just literally uh, 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 pray and meditate uh, for for a bit um with 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 no ulterior motive other than uh, other than uh, than prayer.
0: So, uh, Um, you get down and sort of like you know, start to kneel down and sort of like you know, um, holding onto your symbol with your eyes closed and sort of like you know, sometimes breathing heavily and sort of like you know, at the, the white of of some stuff that comes out. Um, you hear sort of like birds chirping and quieting down and closing your eyes,
2: yeah, and and, and I'll. Do that. So, what, what, remind me what what time of day is it? Is it evening? Yeah, about,
0: yeah no, know it's about uh, just one half. Oh, half okay, half.
2: It's, it's it's afternoon. Okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, given that it's still relatively early in the day, if 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 uninterrupted, Luke will uh Luke will 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 just meditate for for, for probably for probably a couple hours since it's early in the day. Yet he'll he'll just just sit quietly. If undisturbed, he'll uh, he'll just sit there for a couple of hours.
0: Okay, no worries the uh, So, um, Botty, um as you come in, uh, you hear that. Um, uh, I was gonna say you uh, you hear the name uh, Talsgar the Wanderer, um, uh, being uh, announced as you sort of like you know step into uh, design, and it sort of like rings a bell in your ear. Uh, you remember that name from many years ago when you were a youngster. Um, It's the first person you heard the stories of the Dragonborn from. And as you look to the top end of the bar, you see uh, an oldish man, probably mid 60s to early 70s, leaning on the bar with a big smile on his face. Uh, um, Sort of like, you know, listening to this uh, large Nord hunter um, uh, regaling him a story of uh, finding um, a burnt corpse and uh, a bag of uh, nightshade out in his travels.
1: Do I, uh, character sidebar, uh, do I recognize this person by name only, or do I know him by face? Would I know his voice? Would I be able to recognize it and approach him?
0: Yeah, you would, yeah, you recognize them because you, as you look up, you see that he's, um, introducing himself as Talsga the Warner. And as you look okay. and see his face, you definitely recognize that it is him. It's the, it's not the face that you remember because you're kinding eyes, listening. He? he looked a lot bigger, um, from uh-huh. when, you, when you remember it. But this is definitely the person that uh, started you off there, that had you this wide eyed gaze of, of looking at, uh, things and so, dreaming of, like, this you- Dragonborn.
1: These were stories told to me, not stories I read from him. There, he he was there telling me these stories of the Dragonborn. He,
0: yes, he he was in Valenwood telling these stories. He was traveling, as he like as he's wont to do, to wander, To wander, uh, yeah, to to wander all over Skyrim and the uh, at uh, Skyrim and Tamriel, it, it seems and uh, he's ready tales. that the one you like the most is the one where the dragonborn uh, left um, uh, Dragon's Reach, the keep in Run on the back of a dragon and sailed off uh, into the sky. It's one of your favorite ones. You just imagine sort of like, you know, on the back of a dragon flying through the sky. and it, it, That's where you first heard the story was from, tells Guy the Wanderer.
1: So I immediately turn an ear without seeing... Uh, My ear perks up at the voice and then the smell turns my nose and I know this person immediately and I turn and run to the side of the room. I I wait, not knowing the etiquette of a good story as, as the uh, he's, he's hearing a story from someone else. I can't, I can't barge in. Mm -hmm. So I sit back for a second and listen to the end of the story. Wait for my second slap backs on both of them simultaneously flip a coin in my hand, slap it on the table. Next round is on me. Talzgar. It's me.
0: Duh. Tis you! Tis you? And he looks at Valga sort of like, you know, with a questioning look. Tis her! And uh, <laughs> Valga <laughs> Valga turns around and she goes, uh, "Botty, I think you... Might... Botty, I've just heard a song about this uh, remarkable young lady. An amazing song. Why are uh, young Delacorte there? Very nice. I, yeah. One that I think I shall add to my repertoire. If the tales are true, ah, nice to meet you. And he goes, I am Talzgar the Wanderer. He puts out his hand.
1: Talzgar. We are family. Yep. We don't shake hands. We hug. I pull in Talzgar for a warm embrace.
0: Ooh. and he goes, this is the part of the job I hate the most, and he squeezes you the hardest and lifts you off the ground, and he goes, oh, nah, if I only knew who you were, I'd make this moment totally perfect. <laughs> you haven't
1: known me since I was knee-high, but uh, your, your stories of the Dragonborn is why I'm here. I am here uh, to see firsthand the stories of of the dragonborn and you are the one who sent me on this journey and and here we meet
0: fantastic stories do inspire don't they it's amazing to think that ah that a tale that i heard uh, oh what must be over a decade now and spread out to the rest of tamriel and then you heard it and then that caused you to come all the way back here again amazing I found
1: a cat and a tree and a preacher on the street and they led me here to you.
4: <laughs> mouse, mouse is rolling his eyes right about now.
0: <laughs> and he goes, what are you thinking? Drum with that or loot? I I think drum with that. It's got it sort of like, you know, a hippity-hoppity-boop to it. So, yeah, definitely drum with a little bit of, you know, A little bit of jazz type of drum, not proper drums, sort of like you know, kind of eclectic.
1: Need need a range of drums of different octaves, different sounds.
0: Well, we got a couple of bards right here. You've got uh, young Delacorte here doing a very bang up job as he always has in the uh, in the. I've forgotten the name. Where where am I? Valga,
4: (laughs) (laughs) the slaughtered lamb.
0: (laughs) <laughs> dead man's drink she says <laughs> as her, fra- her brain starts finally working uh, amazing speaking of drink uh, I believe the young lady has already paid you your gold and Valga sort of like puts it down She goes but his gold is no good here and she takes out some black briar reserve mm. and puts it down in front of uh, Talzgar and-, and gives you a normal black briar meat <laughs> <laughs> and gives a like just a mead mead, just a Nord mead to um uh to, uh, to Voldemort. Goes, oh, what about
4: me?
0: You already got yours, and I'm sorry, but he's already finished that one that you already bought him. Fine,
1: a touch thirsty, are we?
0: Oh, it's always thirsty work, oh, heading uh, heading home. He's sort of like, you know, the anticipation. He goes across the border the, this morning. I just had to uh, and get in here and have myself a, a nice meal before I head off back up to solitude, back home. They're in need of me, apparently. So I'm heading up there, but I'm taking the, uh, the long route, which is... Uh, is the best one, is the favorite one of uh, of any good bard. Oh,
1: I'd quite like to see Solitude one day to visit the college.
0: You haven't been.
1: Again and again.
0: Oh, but boy. you haven't been. Ah, that is a shame. Um, but I have heard tales of you. You seem to have uh, had some uh, adventures and misadventures in uh, in, uh in full crease of late. he goes, well, how are you enjoying Skyrim so far?
1: My pen cannot move fast enough.
0: <laughs> it's those moments of inspiration that you're going to miss when you get to my age. When everything else moves apart from the pen. <laughs>
4: You'd move better if you didn't drink so much me Malice
0: mutters. Wow. Um, so, <coughs> is it just regular adventurer you want to be? So you want to enter, uh, just going and see the, uh, the Bard's College, or is it to enter the Bard's College, young buddy?
1: I am but a beacon unto the dragonborn. First and foremost, I must seek his knowledge, and he will guide me. If I am to join or nay, lead the Bards College one day.
0: (laughs) Well, with balls as big as those, I could probably see that happening. (coughs) He goes, but um, I see that um, you're carrying your own personal arsenal there. What's that? That's a rapier and a short sword, a whip, a bow. Are you going to war, young buddy? You do know that that ended a few years ago, right? You're a little late to the party.
1: We never know what we might encounter in our adventures. They've already come in useful, and I've only been here a short while.
4: It seems uh, see the
1: wilds of Skyrim traveling, are, are, it's never safe. Ah, uh, Never safe,
0: but never boring.
1: The, uh, the best grounds under which to tell a story.
0: Definitely. Uh, So, do you know how to use all of that?
1: The preacher's shown me some. Hmm.
0: Well, Well, maybe the the future... uh, Maybe I can get my name into the future head of the Bard's College. Get in there early by maybe offering her a little training, maybe? I just happen to have... uh, a little knowledge here or there on uh, a couple of uh, weapons that I might have come across, and as you look to the side of him, you see this um, bag that he's got with him, and it looks like like a normal burlap sack, like the most mundane burlap sack you've ever got to him. But it sort of stands up perfectly straight, with no wrinkles in it, no um, sort of like it doesn't flop over or anything like that. But doesn't look like it has any but a wooden frame or anything like that. It's just a normal burlap sack, but it just stands straight on its end as if he's just like put down a, a plank of wood. He goes, um, he goes, I've had a meal, but I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit full. I need to work off the excess. So I could, before I head off and travel, did you want to, uh, maybe have a little, uh, practice? On uh, sort of like you know, on how to use all the those uh, weapons that arsenal you seem to be carrying about with you.
1: My past experiences have led me to never doubt your teaching, so of course I will take every opportunity that you can provide.
0: Amazing, Delacorte, you care to join us? What about uh, your friend there, uh, the ginger one, the small one?
4: Of course, Welcome will come along. Squeak, squeak! Come on, buddy. (laughs) Maybe Volder can bring his dagger.
0: Uh He goes. I wouldn't mind watching this. So uh, Varga, Volder picks up his mead, and you guys uh, goes to head outside. And uh, he picks up his bag, and sort of like throws it over his shoulder. It's got sort of like you know, uh, kind of a long string, kind of like. uh, you know those sports sacks that you get which is just like the sack and then it has a, sh- a string that's rung through it. Similar to that. Uh, but it doesn't change shape. And he heads outside and um, who follows him? So it's uh, Mouse, Botty and sure as hell not Cochicwai.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He'd rather hear his nails scraped across smooth slate than have to uh, listen to any more of that. <laughs> I, I,
2: I did you a favor, Jaquai. you didn't even know.
0: <laughs> so you guys all head outside and he says uh he goes, So what do we want to start with? And he puts his hand on his uh on his longsword. Well uh, we we might as well start with this. So he takes out his long sword and he and he hands it to you, and then probably for the next in three or four hours, um, just there, just outside dead men's drink, um, sort of like, you know, with the help of, uh, mouse and Volder watching, um, as you, um, uh, using the long sword, then using the bow tips from, um, Talsgar the Wanderer and tips from, um, Volder and mouse on how to use certain things. And he trains you, and as he's training you, he will he goes into the bag, and then he'll pull out a shield out of the bag, and then he put the shield back in the bag, and then he takes out um, a warhammer out of the bag. And you see that he's got in, in and out. is a lot bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Uh, and um, you are now fully trained in all martial weapons um, with the training from Talzgar, the Wanderer. And you chat between yourselves and sort of like uh, relaying stories. Is there anything you wanted to chat about with him or anything you wanted to ask him?
4: Is this a collective you or just, just buddy?
0: Yeah, no, just anybody. Anybody who's out
4: there. Ask away, Mouse. No, I was just curious. I I, I didn't have a question. I, I, pardon me. I'm, I'm sorry, body. Well, go ahead.
1: Body, of course, sees this magic bag and knows that something, of course, is strange because of the, the you know the 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 effect of being able to hold its shape perfectly yet provide many items from within the the, the space much too large and on the inside, but yet knows it likely uncouth to directly ask. So therefore approaches magic from another angle and asks specifically about the magic sword body carries and asks if there's any direct um, advice, training, anything extra that uh, Talzgar can provide for the training of of magic swords as well.
0: Hmm. He goes, well, with... Any magic thing, some of the stuff. As and he asked to have a look at it. And he sort of that. And he goes with um, magical stuff. The enchantment, um, depending on how powerful, sometimes you can just use it like your good friend here. Um, he sort of like you know s- scrapes his uh, finger across the end of it and goes ow. You see a little bit of frost come around the tip of his finger after he cut himself on the blade. Uh, and he goes ow. Um, but. With um, more powerful items, um, you have to attune yourself to that um, magical item. It has a, um, a magical essence that you need to understand before you can use it. Because this one is fine. Any... Um, no offense, any Joe Schlub could pick this up and wield it and gain the benefits of its magical effects. But there are others out there, um, such as uh, my <coughs> my uh, large friend here, and he sort of like uh, taps the top of the bag um, that need uh, some attunement to that. Well, not attunement this one so much. It works, but it there's no way anybody can get. Uh, what they want out of it without knowing what's inside of it because i know everything that's in it i can pull it out but if you don't know what's in it and name it in your mind specifically you can't pull it out of this bag
1: may i ask did you also receive any training at the college
0: yeah that's where i i received all my training and he goes not the bar not
1: the <laughs> bars <many. laughs> the, the other one
0: Oh, the the your winterhold? You mean
1: up north? Those those uh, those robe-wearing kooks, the magic and such.
0: Oh, I have um, I have learned some of their tricks, and it's always um, it's always best to widen your horizons and sort of like you know broaden your spectrums, as it were. And he goes. I've, uh, there's a few with their tricks that I've added to my own repertoire, and uh, it aids me greatly. Um, I probably wouldn't be here now if it wasn't, uh, a little trick that, um, old, um, what's his face? I've oh, forgotten his name now. Huh? Um, uh, so, what's the bearded guy? You know, I know we're in, uh, uh we're in Skyrim and saying bearded guy is kind of <laughs> the most ridiculous thing ever, but you know, bearded guy, Um uh, really old, older than me. Um. Yeah, that guy. So, yeah, he added me this. Uh, this trip, and uh, it's. Uh... <coughs> Excuse me, there. Mead went down the wrong way. Um. But yeah, uh, if you seek them out, um, they will probably be interested in helping you out here and there. But you know, they're not too big on. On people just showing up and getting what they want and leaving. You uh you gotta help them out as much as uh, you want them to help you out. So.
1: I've heard tell the dragonborn also trekked through, so
0: I must make the pilgrimage eventually. Trekked through? Yeah. He's the um Um Ah oh, that's uh, the the guy is the Master Wizard. That's who I was trying to think. Yeah, Tolf there, that's him. He's the master wizard, but you're uh uh our good friend, uh, Mr. Dover King. Um he's the head of that college now. Yes. Uh, I'm not too sure um, whether he's been there lately. It's been a few years since I've uh, spoken to him. Uh, it's probably uh, when it was last in solitude.
1: The Dovahkiin's been to solitude, of course. I know this, but still, every mention of his name puts me more in awe of any place that I've heard that he's been. Oh. Or she?
0: Oh no, it's a, uh, it's he. But um, I'm afraid that's all I'm uh, allowed to tell you. Um, uh, he told me that. Um, Especially nowadays, names have power, and um, if you know certain people's or certain things' name, it gives you power over them. So, yeah, Dragonborn and King, that's pretty much what most of us know him as, um, apart from his close and personal.
1: Not to ask this cliche bard question, as everyone does, but please if you were me, what questions would you be asking right now?
0: What would I ask if I were you? Um, Do you know my sister is into older bots? And do you want to meet her? Other than that, um, probably asking me how you would enter into the Bard's College in solitude. They don't just accept anybody, but having a friend does help. And he turns around and he starts rooting around in his bag. And he goes, ah, yeah. And then he pulls out. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, a little tiny book, uh, and it's it's just a, a book that you've um, probably seen in in any um, sort of like you know library or even in most inns. It's just the uh, the history of the Dragon War, and it's got the uh, the symbol of the the Imperial Dragon on the on the front of it, and it's the same story that you've um, you've read. You have a copy of this book, mm-hmm. but he opens it up and he writes write it out. Uh that's um it's from Talga, the wonder and he goes that Talgar, and he goes to uh to anybody at the Bards College who's reading this, I nominate um Butty and then he asks you for your surname Butty your surname? Ah, Greengrove. Green, actually Green. Green Grove. Um I um I nominate her for entry into the Bards College. So take that up there, take that to them, and then uh they won't just let you in on that, but they'll definitely give you a listen. And probably, uh, if I'm not there, obviously, they'll uh, probably put you to work to see if you're of any use. And he sort of like hands you the book.
1: And body casts a, uh, a small blessing of, of song onto uh, Tal's Garvin. Thanks.
0: Um, any particular song that you, you want to sing or any sort of like subject that you want to sing about?
1: Can you guess? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Hag Raven and Troll love? Oh, yeah. you, if only.
1: <laughs> uh, sorry, it's an oldie but goodie. I know you guys have heard it way too much recently, but we got to do another uh, Dragonborn comes. But we're going to do the uh, the alternative. Is it Milaka? We're going to do her version instead.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm
4: we got to do older. this. Balder, if I hear that song one more time, I'm going to puke. You want to meet my friend Jaquai? Let's go back in the dead man's drink there.
0: And he goes, don't worry, we're following you in. I need an audience for this. (laughs) And he goes, I can't be wasting my talents on the goat. And he he follows you back in. (sighs) And uh, probably um, it's been about two, three hours now that you've been out there practicing. And so, as I said, um, you've had training from uh, a little help from mouse and from volder on how to use a longbow so you have a short bow but you can now use a longbow um but i will say this you still can't use that whip
4: <laughs> but you did say that she or or both of us now have training in martial weapons
0: we uh, no just uh, buddy just buddy okay just buddy uh, you were giving tips and advice so buddy yeah. but um, the, um, that whip um, putting a special uh, marker on it is that uh, he doesn't know how to use a whip. Um, you haven't received training in how to use it, and it's not like every other weapon. And it's not a Skyrim weapon. It's not some something simply that you throw at somewhere or push something at mm-hmm. towards an enemy to stab them and stuff like that. You've got to have, like you know, so if you want to, either one is uh, as soon as, as uh, you own it, Matt. So if you want to, you can. Um, Start practicing with it, and um, probably an hour's practice each day, and then a little roll to see how well you go with practice. Nice. To see if you want to train yourself on how to use it, but you know there'll probably be a bit of pain involved if you want to go that route. No, that's why <laughs> um, Mouse
4: gave it to uh, to body. His 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 hands still sore from that experience.
1: His body's about to have some facial scars. <laughs> or <something like> that. <laughs> um.
0: But there probably will be an opportunity to run across uh, maybe somebody who's trained how to use it to uh, yeah. offer to show you how to. Do. Great. So you guys head back into uh, uh, into the, the Deadman's Drink. You're heading uh, back to towards uh, Jaquai. Uh,
4: yeah, Walder, come on. Let's let's go meet my friend Jaquai. You'll like him. And so we go over and sit down next to Jaquai and... and uh, I introduce Walder and then I look at Shaquai and, well, and Mouse says, uh, so uh, what happened to the longhouse?
3: Uh, I think that story can wait for a more private time.
4: Okay. Understood. <clears throat> Apologies, Walder. I, I didn't mean to involve you in a private, a private story. Let me buy you another mead, so. Mouse is going to slide up to the bar and buy another round.
3: So Jaquai says, Oh, excuse me, just a moment. I need to go check on my charges. Um, <laughs> and uh, gets up and walks across the room, kind of walks by Lenny and, and uh, George. Hey, how's it going? Everything good. Um, and, uh, then wanders to the other side of the room away from, uh, body and, and, uh, the other bars.
4: All right. Well, mouse is going to, after visiting the bar, he's going to move over towards Shaquai and, and so they can quietly talk.
3: Okay. So they want me to buy Helgit. Hmm. Interesting um it it's going to cost a lot of money
4: mm-hmm. and
3: i'm able to set up a, a monastery there mm-hmm. um but uh that was the offer made to me uh uh at the longhouse um uh, and so
4: have you been have we have you haven't been there yet you you know nothing about what what happened
3: no there. we were, we we were there when we cleaned out the, uh, skooma dealers. Yeah. Yeah. So
4: I know the basic
3: lay of the land and you know, how Mm -hmm. the, how the, the buildings that are still standing are, Mm -hmm. um, in the condition of the city and all, but, um, still it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of gold. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they, (laughs) I think they just want allies at the uh, at the crossroads, uh, to give them a little leverage against uh, this Blackbriar person,
4: and Sid Gear is behind us?
3: Yes. Okay. So she seems to intimidate him. <laughs> is she sure. So, uh, sorry about that. Um...
4: Yes, and Jaquai found a quiet, quiet corner to to talk.
0: Thank you very much. I shall look forward to listening to that in um, the uh, editing process. Thank you, guys. Um, so I would say, um, was it with um, uh, Luke? Uh, sorry, not uh, Luke. With uh, George and Lenny.
4: No, we. Uh, no, Jequois contrived a way to to get a, a quiet corner, and I, and. Mouse followed him over there, excused himself from Falder and, and bought him another ale. And uh, they just spoke briefly about Helgen.
0: Okay. Awesome. So, as you um, are there chatting, and uh, you hear the uh, the familiar sounds of uh, the, the, the starting tunes of the, the Dragon Ball comes starting up in the, in the main room. And um uh, and uh, uh and Telsgar harmonised quite well. Um um Delacourt joins them uh, on the flute as um as the, as uh, as an accompaniment. He doesn't actually sing along with them, but uh as an accompaniment with the music. Um probably right about now. I mean it's up to you, uh Pat, but probably right now you're probably uh finishing up in your uh Meditation.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's just what I was thinking. A couple hours. Uh, Luke. Uh, <clears throat> Luke. Uh, you know, gets up. You know, just dusts the detritus of the uh, of the well, wherever, grave corner of the graveyard or wherever he found a quiet moment, and uh, wanders back in. Seems 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 that things are peaceful, and uh, I, maybe maybe I, I, I come in as I see uh, Jaquai and and. Um, uh, Mouse speaking quietly over the corner. I see George and Lenny. So George and Lenny seem to be staying out of trouble, doing okay. They are. What? what, what so actually, I'll, I'll go up to the two of them and and just approach them and 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 see what they're doing at this point. Or are they are they doing anything other than uh, catching up after their their separation?
0: Um, mostly the, George is um, is sitting down and Lenny is sitting. Probably sort of like, you know, two inches to her right. Um, Not getting any further away than that at any given time. Um, um, Roll um, an inside check for me, please, Luke.
2: Okay. Ooh, let's see. That's going to be kind of middling. Let me see what my... Can't remember if that's a proficiency or not, it is so, yeah. So, that's actually pretty good. That's uh, an 18 total with modifiers,
0: yeah. 18. Um, you'll notice that, um, every once in a while, um, uh, Lenny will give a side glance to the two women, uh, the bandits or the mercenaries that came in, um, earlier on at the start of the the city and you'll see him give like, a ah, and with a sort of like you know a kind of very intimidated feel to him and you'll notice that he's also sitting the furthest he can possibly be away from him uh, diagonal he's moving as far away from him as he possibly can um George is just sort of like you know sitting there and sort of like watching and actually kind of looks like she's scrutinizing the bards as they're singing and playing. She's sort of like, you know, just like got this like cold, hard look in her eyes. It's really, it's off The rest of her face is um, sort of like kind of like plain and calm. Uh, but her eyes seem to be very scolding and sort of like very scrutinizing as, as she's looking at it. It's a really hard look to see in somebody that's about 16, 17 years old.
2: Okay. so so remind me and the and the lister so uh uh george is a red guard correct yes and lenny is a nord yes okay okay all right Thank, thanks for that yeah so the large um, Nord,
0: uh, lenny's got uh, uh, a huge mop of jet black curly hair so sort of like come down to the top of his shoulders and uh, George has got a very short cropped hair um sort of like very tight to the head um and sort of like got sort of like a simple leather armor um but um Lenny's not wearing any armor.
2: Okay, so uh they 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 don't appear to have been overindulging while I've been away because I Jaquai was keeping an eye so they are they behaving themselves?
0: Yeah um is it uh george just has a um she has a, a mug so you're not too sure what she's actually drinking um and lenny again he has a mug so it's not made of glass so you don't know exactly what he's drinking either but they're just uh, holding a uh, sort of like you know a tank or a mug of something uh and drinking okay so, so I'll, I'll go to the bar by
2: uh, by three um three of the not 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 Black mead, but but not the bad. So I don't know. I don't know if there's a mid grade mead or whatever. I'll go. I'll go over the bar, buy three meads, and uh, go join George and Lenny. Um, and uh, I'll uh, I'll I'll hand them each a mug. Yeah, regardless of whether they're done, I don't know what they're drinking, but I'll just hand them a mug, and uh, I'll, I'll 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 seat myself. Uh, I'll seat myself by uh, by Lenny, and uh, I'll I'll just sit quietly for a moment does does he continue looking at the two the two women
0: uh every oh, once in a yeah every once in a while he'll just side eye them making sure that they're not looking at him and sort of like not, not, not walking up to him um when you come over with the drinks um uh, george just puts her hand up and she goes oh, no thanks i don't um when you when you offer the drink to to lenny as you look looking sort of looking his mug he's got milk in his mug and he's sort <laughs> of looking like, you know. He, he looks uh, to George and then he looks to you and he's he's not too sure. He's, he, it looks like he's never actually tried alcohol before. And he's uh, <laughs> uh, he's sort of like looking at George and she just sort of like shrugs her shoulders at him as in like, you know, it's fucking your decision. You're a grown ass man. And uh, he's like, and he takes it from you and sort of like gives it a sniff. And he's sort of like, you know, looking at it, finishes off the milk and he's sort of like, you know, studying it for, uh, for the moment.
2: Liddy, it's 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 your choice. You, I, I would encourage you. This is a we're, we're very safe now. This is a good time to try a little mead. If you don't like it, you never have to drink it again. It's your
0: choice. He goes. It smells like honey. Takes a sip. He goes. Oh, that's that's really sweet. And then he starts chugging it. Ah, so
2: now you're 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 a, you're a
0: big man yeah he's got some real rosy cheeks right about now <laughs> all right
2: Linny, Linny, it's important to pace yourself we'll go through this together here so uh uh so so uh, um no now given given his size I, I i once he finishes that one i put i put the one that george sitting not i put it in front of him and i and i hold i i hold my hand on it and i say now we're gonna learn to pace ourselves with this one and I, I take my mug, take a very small sip. I look at him and encourage him to do the same.
0: Yeah, he, he's like sitter, staring at you intently, as if he's like he's willing to learn. If this is how it's supposed to be done, and then he's gonna. It's just like it was so sweet. It was lovely, and he says that. Oh, that was really sweet, nice. And sort of like you know, he takes it like a little sip, like he's going to, and then he, as he is he here, this big as he sucks up, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get as much of it in a little sip. as much of his time.
2: Now, Lenny, this is, this is a gift. This is a gift. This is a gift to the gods. You should enjoy it, but you should enjoy it in moderation. I'm sure you've seen those around you. You know what happens when the gifts of the gods are abused. So you should learn to enjoy in moderation. Enjoy the fruits of the earth, the fruits of nature. But, but don't let it control you. Don't let it control you.
0: George just like nods her head and she, goes, she sort of like looks at you, catches your eye, and she just goes, "We're well, from Rifton. We know exactly what happens when uh, you get a bit too much of that. That's why I abstain."
2: It's a, it, it may be the right choice for Lenny in the future. I, I want him to. I want him to understand what he could, what his options are as a free man. But George, you may be, you may be very wise. I, I, I don't dispute your choice. So, um, so a- after that little 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 sidebar there, I uh, I, I get I get I get uh, Lane's attention. And I say, hey, and I sort of yeah, very 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 casually you know, sort of tilt my head toward the two women. Do you do, do, do you know those two?
0: He sort of like you know he he goes to like as if he's going to look, and then he sort of like stops himself and looks back and just shakes his head. And um, uh, George sort of like looks down she goes, oh, I wouldn't go there. How, how so? Uh, and as you see, um, Lenny's demeanor just totally changes and he just sort of like, you know, looks down. Um... Um... Not so much with me, but um, there's a reason why he calls me his older brother. As she sort of like nods her head like that. Um... He seems to have some uh, had some trouble in the past, and uh, when there are people like that, there uh, it kind of I don't know. He hasn't told me exactly what happened, but it's not good.
2: Okay, okay, Lenny. If if it's if it's something you ever want to talk about, I'll be happy to listen. This is not the time or the place, so. You're, you're you're safe you're among friends there's there's a lot there's a lot happening here you're you're healthy for the first time in a long time you're reunited with George so there's a, there's a lot to be happy about but yeah, it's he, good that you're being
0: careful you guys there uh, they're not good they're not good people they I can tell that I know people like that. They just hurt everybody. So you you want to stay away from them too. And he gives you real serious, like looks you dead in the eye, and he goes, "You want to stay away from them. They just hurt, They just want to hurt people."
2: Hmm. Well, Lenny, I I, I I don't know the two of them. I, I don't want to judge them. There, there are people in the world who only want to hurt people. I don't know what what makes you think those two are like that.
0: He certainly sort of looks like George is looking at him now as well. Um, and he takes a, a big gulp of his drink. What? As. And he just shakes his head, and he sort of like stands up and starts look, uh, looking at uh, Botty and Thingy again. Um, make, I um, see. Make a persuasion check. Okay.
2: Okay, that's gonna be pretty okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. That's a charisma, right? <laughs> yeah. That'll be an eighteen.
0: Eighteen. As you, um, <coughs> excuse me, as he stands up, you have a look as he sort of like, you know, he's putting down the uh, the mead and he's sort of like, you know, he's rubbing up um, the back of um, of his hand up his wrist. And again, you see those big, long scars uh, going down his forearms from just below where his elbow is all the way down his forearms to the top of his wrist. And you see these long, scraping scars that are on his um on both of his forearms and you just see him rubbing across the back of his forearms and on the on the inside of it as well it's just uh just and he goes. he goes women like that are, are evil you know, they just want to Hurt you, and okay, they're not like like Mrs. M, and uh, they're just bad. It's really, really bad. Turns around, so, continues watching.
2: So we're, we're, when when he was um, when we were fighting the alchemist, and he was sort of. Building up his battle rage, um, was he? Was he? Was he? I'm trying to remember uh, from that session. Was he? Uh, was he like rubbing those scars to sort of stoke his battle rage?
0: Yeah, he uh, he got both of his hands and clasped uh, as if he was doing a like a a wrist handshake with somebody else, but he was doing it with himself and dug his nails into his arms and scraped them all the way down his forearms, opening up old wounds. And that's how he mm. got into his rage before he we went into, into fight, into fighting. Okay.
2: Um. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I, I, at this point, I, I don't, I don't, i I'll, I'll, is he, is he,
0: Continuing that
2: behavior, or is this sort of a. Is this. Is he
0: catching it? Yeah, he's he's not scratching it. He's just sort of like, you know, rubbing it. And he's got his. He's now got his back to you and he's looking at Bottie and trying his hardest to smile as um, she's sort of like, you know, messing around and sort of like, you know, um, Playing on her flute, and she's getting higher and, and she's going faster and faster and faster. And Talzgar and Delacour are trying to keep up with her, as she's just getting faster and faster. And he's uh, he's trying to smile. And, um, and George sort of like you know she looks at him and then she looks at you and, uh, and she sort of like puts her hand on the back of your hand and just gives you shakes her head.
2: Oh, okay, I'll I'll. I'll I'll trust I'll trust George I'll I'll just just chill and see if Lenny can sort of get himself under control.
0: And she she leans into you and try, and, hope, and tries to whisper to you. And she goes, better him being afraid of him than him attacking him, right?
2: And I I, I, I nod and I just keep my eyes on Lenny. and then I nod.
0: Um. What? Um, so at this point, uh, I'd say, Mouse and Jaquai um, uh, have uh, finished their like their the little talk and had to come back and sort of like you know, the music is is changed now. So that song is done. Now they just seem to be having. A musical instrument battle right in the middle of the bar, and everybody seems to be enjoying it, even the two ladies there at the, at the bar. So, sort of like, you know, uh, the, the bigger of the two is now standing up, holding her, her mead, and so, sort of like, you know, she's uh, leaning on one of the, the pillars with the left arm while <coughs> the shorter one with the long red hair is, is still looking up, and so, sort of like, you know, they're enjoying the show as well, it seems. Um, Body, you do a. um. Do a performance check and see. Let's see how you fare. All right. Against uh, Talzgar here.
1: Hold the roller. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, A natural two. Oh. That is terrible. It doesn't even matter what my uh, enhancers. What is performance?
0: Uh, you have proficiency in it, so charisma modifier.
1: So only five.
0: Right. <laughs> Telsgar got a three.
1: Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst concert anyone has ever heard. Ever.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> this is over. No wonder Mouse hates it.
1: <laughs> it's like it's um, like that thing where you think you're really awesome, and then. Uh, you're recording something, but then you listen back to it, and you're like, oh, my God. You don't actually know it while you're doing it, but then body looks on the faces of everyone in the room, and then it comes over her. Oh, my okay, well, God. He does have, what are we doing?
0: He does have a uh, proficiency bonus of plus 10. And a charisma positive modifier of plus five. Oh. So that's a total of 18. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> we're, we're added to his three. So, yeah, he puts in still a very good performance. It's not one that you would expect of somebody of his caliber. Uh, it's pretty... Like you know, mediocre to the rest. You've heard better bards, uh, all years. I've heard better bards in their eyes. Let's uh, see old Delacourt. See what he can throw up. See how he's going along. Oh my fucking god! He got a four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: that puts the meat in mediocre.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: so you three are just fucking around now. You you're not even giving. A shot. It's just gone into so everything. Everybody's going off on doing their own. Jazz solo thing in completely different directions and not syncing up with each other at all But it's all relatively good.
4: So it's a fish concert. Basically. It's modern get with yes it.
0: <laughs>
3: So jacquai's enjoyed the uh, opportunity to try deep trance and uh, <laughs> has projected himself onto a sunny rock and elsewhere Sitting in the midst of the warm stand sand oblivious to all of this shrinking that's going on around him and um, he appreciates them for the opportunity to test himself in such a way
0: rose uh, roll uh, a wisdom uh check please oh that's just cruel
3: <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a negative one
0: <laughs> i didn't the dice gods did okay uh ten 10. Yeah. No, you, 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 you keep oh, wait, on falling. Wait, wait, wait. I have a plus three
3: It <clears throat> for wisdom. Sorry. Um, I thought it was,
0: uh,
3: Oh, it's intelligence that I have negative one in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 13,
0: 13. It's not too bad. You manage to stay on the rock. You don't fall off the rock. Uh, but you, uh, yeah, you keep on, even though you're on the rock, It's still freezing cold um, because you're in Skyrim and there's still this awful (laughs) awful noise that sounds like two goats fucking. Um, That's pretty much it. That's all you get out of it.
3: But it's something.
0: (laughs) It's something slightly different.
1: So...
4: Nuss is just sitting in a very dark corner, sipping his yeah. drink. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: If you don't mind me asking, does anybody know how long we've been going with all the um, troubles we had? About Probably an
2: about an hour since yeah. we really started.
0: Just over an hour now.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: about... um, yeah I suppose this is uh, a good enough uh, part to end.
4: Yeah, Michelle um, stopped in to say hi by the way. Just uh, he said hi and then took off because he didn't want to waste his podcast times as
0: he said. <laughs> well, thank you for dropping by Michelle. Um So, uh, thank you for joining us on Skyrim ten AD. Um Episode twenty eight is it? I'm not too sure. I can't remember. If you say so. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, You're the DM. You can call it whatever episode you, you want. want. It's right. Yeah.
0: Episode 28. I yes. it right. So I'm
1: on. looking at the email. The last uh, one you sent me was 27. So 28 would be now. Yes.
0: Um, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. And um, join us again uh, next time when um, we're uh, intrepid gang, probably finish up in uh, in kthia Yeah. Um, and um yeah i'm kind of at a loss for words uh, for some reason uh, my mind's gone completely blank but never mind uh, i'm sure any words that spill out of my mouth the next time i start talking will be good enough absolutely probably um, thank you very much and uh, we're going to take a 5 minute break if you're watching on youtube thanks guys thanks, everybody Great. thank you good night, everyone bye bye Skyrim 10 AD would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast if you would like to find more music like this just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information thank you
2: thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com for more information please visit ASAPodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our
3: social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.